We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's December 18th, it is 2023. We have a juicy 11-game NBA slate here on this Monday. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. It's, uh, it's... I had a great weekend, Stevie, and so I'm, I'm super pumped to come on and talk with you and I'll try to go over. I mean, we got a huge slate coming up, some interesting games. So should be a fun way to open up the week. Um as we, you know, start another week of sports, man. This is a beautiful time of the year. Yeah, I had a good Saturday. I went nine and one on my bets on Saturday. Um it was a I had a I had a five for five hit on prize picks so well on Saturday. I had a good Saturday. Sunday slate, it was eh. I mean, I think I only lost a few bucks, but it was just, man, like Sam Howell does anything. I had a really good team. If Sam Howell does anything on that team, um, crush. And it's just like those those slates are going to happen. So um, yeah. I can't get them all right. But pumped to get back in the NBA streets. Not excited that it's an 11-game slate to get the week started, but um, there's some juicy games. I am excited about a couple of these games. There are some really juicy games here so let's jump in have some fun glad you had a great weekend and i hope everyone else had a fantastic weekend what's up dave what's up youtube chat everyone's having a great sunday night we're watching jags play some football and um getting started with the slate we get with the clippers and the pacers two 40 and a half total here clippers a three-point favorite um bones highland and plumley or Bones Island questionable, Plumley out, Halliburton questionable, Numhard and Jalen Smith out for Indiana. Let's go Clippers first here. Um, this line definitely suggests that Halliburton's going to play three point spread. I think if Halliburton was on the doubtful side, this would be closer to like six, seven, eight, 
even with the Clippers on the road. Um, what do you like here for LA? Oh man, I mean, I think there's a lot that we could like. I almost wish somebody was out, Stevie, but you know, they're not. So you got Harden here, who's had who had a, a nuclear performance with no Paul George at 8,500. Maybe um, I definitely like Paul George here at 8,100. Uh, as long as he's playing healthy, like he he feels like kind of the the steal here. Now Kawhi, uh, Steve has been just he's back, and the minutes are back, and so I don't I don't hate him at eighty six hundred. I think this is a good price for him as well. Um, I know that Zubak has been playing minutes. I don't I don't hate it at sixty two hundred. Uh, I know Daniel Tice has been getting you know fifteen minutes. I wish he was getting twenty minutes, Stevie like with real stability. And I think I would, I, I'd be more interested. Um, but yeah, you know, Terrence Mann has been playing, you know, okay minutes. I don't hate it. Like that's, that's just kind of where I am, but my favorites would absolutely be Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I feel like those are, those are two staples for this team. Yeah. I like Kawhi at 8,600. Um, he's been uber consistent with some ceiling here recently. So I think Kawhi, in a really good spot, just filling up the stat sheet. And we know that Kawhi is capable of doing that. James Harden, I mean, I've been playing him a lot at the 8K price tag. I've been taking his assist props a lot here recently as well. His assist props haven't caught up to what he's been doing on this team. So I think he has triple-double upside. Paul George, probably my least favorite, but also Paul George going back to Indiana. I feel like we have to have some interest here for Paul George. Like you know, he's going to get pumped up to play this game. So I I think like, I I know I keep saying this when it comes to the Clippers, but if you're running like a 20 entry max, I mean, I think you can make a group of all three of these guys and put it zero to two, or you could play one of all three of these guys. If you really like this game, I think this game is phenomenal. If Halliburton plays, Um, I don't know how, well, the Pacers do if Halliburton's out in this game. I think they really need Halliburton to play. Let's go to the Pacers side of this game. Halliburton's expensive. It's a tough matchup. Um, he just seems to keep just thriving in every every type of matchup, but he is banged up with the knee right now. What do we like here, if anything, for the Pacers? Uh, if Halliburton doesn't play, Stevie... I'm, I'm probably going to fade all the Pacers. Um, and it, it's actually going to temper my expectations for Indiana as well. I definitely think the Clippers, with, I mean, the Pacers without Halliburton, they're just not the same team. And um, so, yeah, I, I almost don't like Halliburton in this spot against the Clippers, man. They're, you know, the Clippers are trying to find themselves. They're trying to get better. They're trying to improve, and the defense is going to improve. Um I really kind of like the Clippers more than I do Indiana here. I will say, you know, Isaiah Jackson starting to get what what they seem to be trying to offer him is 20 minutes a game, but uh, he's 5K. So I, I can't trust that type of production for, for a 5K player. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough team to figure out right now because, you know, Buddy Heald has just been <sighs> – he he hasn't been playing great um here recently and you know he is 6300 and like McConnell he's had some good games here recently but his price is up there as well um Bruce Brown's price is up there now if Halliburton ends up sitting in this game I have interest in TJ McConnell I would have interest in Matherin in that scenario so um I kind of want to see how the Halliburton news if Halliburton plays I'm probably going to be off of the Pacers outside of maybe running back a stack with with Halliburton um, and just hoping for a ceiling game from Halliburton and getting a ceiling game from one of the big three here from the Clippers. Chicago at Philadelphia, 229 total in this game. Philly, a 10.5-point favorite. Caruso questionable. Craig doubtful. Levine out for Chicago. Philadelphia is good to go as of the night before injury report. Let's go Chicago here first. Kobe White has been absolutely balling out with no Zach Levine. His price is 7,800, but this is a guy that has gone over 40 fantasy points in five straight games with two of those games over 50. Like, he's crushing. I know he's crushing. He just doesn't slow down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
See, we, we pretty much talk about this every podcast. I think every podcast I've come on since Levine's been out, we've been talking about Kobe White, and nobody's playing him, Steve. It's like, what? Um, look, this is a tough matchup with Philly. They're at Philly. I, I trust him yet again. He's like the ultimate GPP tournament play. Somebody else that's been crushing Stevie, he had a dud against Miami, only took 13 shots. But Vooch, Vooch has also been playing pretty well. Like he's had two, uh, two of his last five games have been over 50, and one of those was around 47. So I don't, I don't hate him as well. I know he's got to face MB. It's going to be a tough spot. Like I get it, but this is, this is, this is a, this is a really good spot for him. So. Um, or, or I think it's a really good spot with, with Levine continuing to sit. Let me say that. So those two guys I like. Now, we do know that um, uh, Caruso has kind of been back. We'll, we'll, you know, he played the other night. We'll see if he comes back. Didn't play a lot, so maybe maybe he just sits again. But I, I think I think Kobe White and, uh, and Vooch, man, I think those are two really good players. Yeah, I mean – I think that Kobe White is still someone, even at this price, we can take shots on. And I don't mind the Vooch call, you know, from his magic days, he always played Philadelphia really well. Um, always, always played, especially in Philly, really well. So I don't hate that. If Caruso and Craig both end up sitting, I think you could take some shots on AU. He's just been playing like a ton of minutes here recently. So I think he'd be, someone that you could just take a shot on minutes wise. Um, and I don't know if I trust like a, a Dale and Terry, um, even if Caruso sits here. So I think it's the main three pieces that we talked about for Chicago for me on the Philadelphia side, Joel Embiid's on another level right now. Um, he he's just, he, he's playing so incredibly good. We got a Jokic versus Luca matchup on this slate. Um, I love Embiid. I don't know if I get to a lot of Embiid on this slate just because of his price, but a low-owned Joel Embiid putting up 70-plus fantasy points is always nice. So I think if you're playing a lot of tournament teams, like you have to have exposure to this guy on a nightly basis right now. His ceiling is way too high. Stevie, the ceiling is high, and this this team, see, they're just blowing people out. feels like... They're clicking, man. I mean... Last four games, 146-101, playing Washington. Played Detroit twice, played Charlotte once, right? Like, but Stevie, my point is you're all you always need to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat, right? But 135, 182, 124, 192, 129, 111, 146, 101. Like it's incredible. And at all these blowouts, and B's putting up 60 plus. All of them. I, I love Embiid here. I'm not saying they're going to blow out Chicago. My gosh, Steve, if we get a game where it's close, he hasn't even been – he's barely been playing in the fourth quarter. Imagine if he plays in the fourth. I mean, we might be looking at 80 fantasy points here. I I think we need to play Embiid, and I think that's the only person we have to play from Philly. Um, Yeah, I mean, it, it's really tough. Uh, Maxie's going to have games where he's going to have, you know, ceiling games. Uh, but with the way that – with the way that Embiid is playing right now, it, it's almost impossible for me to play Max at 9,200 um, because Embiid's just on another level. Like, he's just playing incredible. Like, th there's no other word for, like, how he's playing right now. It's just he's he's playing incredible. Um, he wants to be MVP. I mean, this team – watch out for Philly, man. They're, they're playing insanely good. We got Houston at Cleveland, 214 total here. Back-to-back uh, -back for Houston. We'll wait and see if there's any injury news that comes out of that game. And then on the Cleveland side, Garland and Mobley out. We'll start here with Houston. Houston's kind of priced up. Pace worries me a little bit in this game, with it being a second end of a back-to-back -back with Cleveland already being a team that doesn't necessarily play fast. They're like 21st in pace. Houston's 28th in pace, so... I could see this game go being like one of the slower paced games on the slate. Um, any interest here in Houston? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Not really. I mean, Singoon's 88. Like, there's still probably a little bit of meat on the bone here, Stevie. Um, but, you know, Tari Eason is affecting Singoon's upside right now. Um, Tari Eason is now 6K. So, um, you know, his minutes seem to have stabilized somewhat. So I don't want to play him. Fred Van Vliet is a guy that I think has upside. He's playing a lot of minutes, Stevie. But there are just so many mouths to feed on this team um, that I don't – I think at 8,400, I don't know if I want to play him either. Jalen Green is 6,700. I think he's priced where he should be. I just think everybody's priced where they should be. And I don't think there's a lot of upside at these price points for this team. So I don't want to play Houston today. My question is if Eason sits, right? He played 30 minutes on Sunday – He's played a back-to-back since coming back, but he played like a 21-17, and and like Sunday was his first 30-minute game of the season. If Eason sits, do we have any interest like in any of these Houston guys? I think if if that's the case, I think Singoon would be my guy. Like I I, I think Eason's affecting Singoon's upside, and so I think that's that's where I kind of you know plant my flag. Um, I think that's that'd be the only person I consider. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't expect the minutes to really change for like Dylan Brooks, but we could we could tell that like Eason's taken a little bit of a hit with, um, or Dylan Brooks has taken a little bit of a hit with Eason. Depending on like if if Eason sits and you want to roll the dice, I mean, I, I wouldn't hate rolling the dice on like a Jason Tate or a Jabari yeah. Smith in this spot. All right, Cleveland side, no Garland, no Mobley. Um, I think this is actually a pretty decent matchup for Jared Allen. Uh, I could see Jared Allen having a, a solid outing here. Mitchell, he has ceiling. My problem with Donovan Mitchell is like he's 9,900, slowest projected game on the slate. We have a lot of studs to pay up for on this slate. So I just don't see myself getting to Mitchell on this one. Yeah, I mean, he had a nice game of last, last outing, I think, had a- Really big assist game, but uh, generally speaking, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I want to want to really play Mitchell either. Um, Matt Struss is just starting to hit that point where I feel like he's priced out of tournament upside. Playing, you know, Karis Levert sixty six hundred now. Uh, minutes should be there, but I, um, yeah, I, I don't really want to play anybody from this team either, Stevie. I, I know you mentioned Jared Allen. I don't hate that call. Like, he's 7,400, you know, no Mobley. The minutes are in, in the mid-30s now, so, like, I definitely don't hate that. But he, he's probably the only one. Yeah, I think the other thing that we have to remember about it, Houston is just how good they've been defensively this year. I mean, they're yeah. second in defensive rating. The pace is not great. It's just not – I don't think this is a ceiling spot. Um, the only reason I mentioned Allen is because, like, they have, they've given him 35-plus minutes now in three straight games. So if Jared Allen is getting 35 minutes, he's someone that can have those 2015-type games um, and, and add blocks and steals. So that's the reason I mentioned Jared Allen is just if they're going to continue to roll him out 35 minutes a night, he he's always going to be in play for me. Uh, we got Charlotte at Toronto, 227 total here. Toronto, 10-point favorite. Hayward, questionable. Martin, out. Uh, P.J. Washington, questionable. And Williams, doubtful. Toronto is good to go. Let's go to Charlotte here. 
first, uh, what do you like here for your Hornets? Well, Stevie, what we got to figure out is, you know, will these guys continue to sit? So, like, we know Williams is doubtful, right? Um, You know, is PJ going to sit? Because this this matchup with Atlanta, this is a juicy one, uh, Stevie. But, you know, we got Hayward questionable. Like, if if all these guys sit, then – I mean, Charlotte's going to be slim picking. They're already slim pickings, have slim pickings, Stevie. And it's going to be even worse. So, like, we're going to be talking about playing Ish Smith and, you know, McGowan. We're just going to be playing all these cheap guys from Charlotte. So, I think that's the direction we go. I'm not saying we wouldn't play Miles Bridges either, even at 8,500 with a lot of these guys out. And I'm not saying that we wouldn't play Nick Richards, who also, you know, would probably play 30 minutes here. But these cheap pieces would just be incredible in a matchup with Atlanta as long as we could keep pace. Yeah, Nick Richards. Um, listen, Charlotte just got ran out of the gym the other night against Philly. I, I well, mean, that, it's as yeah. simple as that. Um, Richards has been playing a consistent role. The The one that really is interesting to me is if Hayward sits. Like, if we right. get Hayward and P.J. P. Washington out now or like, yeah, so – I mean, Mark Williams are doubtful for this game. I think Bridges and Miller would have to play a bunch of minutes in this game if we start getting these guys all ruled out. So I think Brandon Miller is is somewhat interesting. I wish he was cheaper. Like I, he hasn't had a ceiling game, and they haven't lowered his price enough. Um, yeah, give us fifty five hundred Brandon Miller in this spot. Right. Um, if if we do get news like early in the day that we're not going to have Hayward here. I think in large field tournaments, you can take some shots on McGowan's. Um, I think he would play 25 plus minutes if PJ and Hayward end up sitting in this game. I mean, minutes equal opportunity. So uh, I don't hate that, but like even his price is, is climbed up here. So they had, I mean, I feel like DraftKings priced Charlotte for a lot of injuries, a lot of people being out. Um, Toronto side of this game. I mean, Scotty Barnes just keeps doing his thing. Uh, this is a, a phenomenal matchup. These two teams just played on the 8th of December. He put up 68. He had a 31, 10, 10 game against Charlotte. Charlotte can't stop guys like Scotty Barnes, um, or Siakam, whoever's getting the usage here. So, I mean, I, I love the idea of playing a lower owned Scotty Barnes with all these other studs on the slate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Scotty's been a guy, Stevie. I've been targeting all season, so I, you know, I don't, I don't hate that call at all. Ninety four hundred, so people aren't going to play him. I actually don't hate Schroeder here as well at sixty five hundred. Like the minutes are still there. You just got to play him in upside spots. Just an upside spot. So I think we'd be, uh, you know, t- taking a shot here uh, with him as well. And as much as I don't like Siakam, Steve. Like, I'd be willing to roll the dice on Siakam as well. Now, I don't think I'd play him and Scotty together, but I, I wouldn't mind splitting them um, because I just think, you know, it's Charlotte, man. Like, gosh, we could – they could absolutely just have a, a a huge game here. And if we kept up in the game, and it's not a blowout, Stevie, like, we could be looking at some monster performances from this team. Yeah, I mean, I think – I think the potential comes from Barnes and Siakam. I don't hate your Schroeder call in this one. His his shots are inconsistent, but like he is someone that can put up a lot of assists and still score. Um, so like I completely get it. He just his shot attempts are all over the place, and that always bugs me um, when you're when you're targeting DFS guys. Yeah. Oh, Detroit! Are they ever going to win another game? At Atlanta. <laughs> Stevie, we've been, we've been trying to figure this out. Ah, oh, man. We've been trying to figure this out. I I was looking at the Hard Rock um, app earlier today, and they had Detroit under nine and a half wins at plus money, and I almost fired away. Um, uh, it was so tempting how bad this team is playing. We got a 243 and a half total. Atlanta, a 10 and a half point favorite. Uh, Duran, Morris, Stewart remain out for Detroit. Um, Bogdanovich and Capella and Hunter questionable for Atlanta. Johnson out. Talk to me here about Detroit. Um, it's a good spot for them, Stevie. Like, I I like Kate Cunningham at eighty two hundred. Now, clearly, obviously, Stevie, we've seen um, 
some sporadic performances from him, but I, I think he can get it done here. Bogdanovich, obviously, I think has impacted some of his score, and I'm not saying all of his score, but some of his score. But I still think Cade has a a shot here to really, really have a nice performance. Um, you know, we'll see if Capella plays. If not, Okongu is going to be. I think he's going to have to be in consideration. I know he's priced up. Don't care. You know, Detroit's been been a rough team here as of late. And um, I, I think this is just uh, – oh, my bad. We're talking about De- Detroit. I'm looking at everybody. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. But, but my main my main target for Detroit would be Cade Cunningham at 8,200. I, th- I think he would be the guy that really gets it done. Yeah, I mean, James Wiseman has gotten a couple blowout runs here in back-to-back games for Philly against Philly and against um, – was it Milwaukee the other night? It, man – if they would just unleash this guy, I mean, I don't know if we can trust it unless we get like a random, hey, he's going to start type of situation here. Um, I, I don't see a reason why not to get like you're at this point. Why not give this guy 30 minutes and see what he has? I mean, what are you what are you really missing out on, especially with Duran out right now? So yeah. um, I watch for that news. Because if he were to start in this game, I'd have a lot of interest in him. Um, just will I'm at the point where, like, if you're Detroit, you know, you know what you have in Marvin Bagley. You know what you have. Like, yeah. give this young kid some run. Um, Wiseman and like a lot of talk about like Wiseman being a bust and everything like that. But I mean, he really just hasn't had a fair opportunity either. Like when he was with Golden State, they don't play big men. Like. I just, I'd love to see James Wiseman get some run. If he starts in this game, I'd have a ton of interest in him. Um, especially with Capella banged up right now. But I mean, Cade's going to have ceiling games from time to time. Love the pace potential of this game, but I just, I don't love anything here on the Detroit side. Um, it, it's a tough team for me to play right now. You know, in large field tournaments, I think you could take some shots on like Jaden Ivey, but that's about it. Going to the Atlanta side of this one, obviously, like if this game stays remotely close, we've seen just how bad Detroit is. Um, we know the the pace of this game is going to be phenomenal. Atlanta plays fourth fastest, Detroit plays seventh fastest. So pace wise, fantastic. Uh, what do you like here for the Hawks? Man, listen, uh, I love the Hawks. I was talking about Okongwu and, you know, what we may be able to get out of him. Trey Young's 10K, that's a tall order, Stevie. Uh, but the upside's been there recently now. You know, those games have, have been a little bit more competitive. I, I am expecting Atlanta to uh, be able to kind of get past Detroit here. So uh, we shall see. But uh, all in all, I, I think Trey's fine. I don't. I don't mind um, Sadiq Bay, believe it or not. Like, he's played enough minutes. This is a spot where he could kind of get off. I, I wish we had seen him hit hit a 40-point ceiling here recently, but Detroit's been gearing it up to everybody. But Okongwu and Trey Young would be my two favorites. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, man, if Capella sits in this game, Okongwu's probably one of the top plays on the entire slate. Like, not even, like, point per dollar, just, like, one of the top plays on the slate. If he's going to get 30 minutes against Detroit with no Capella, we just, yeah, um, we just have to play him. And, like, Capella has a bone bruise. I don't know if they push him here. I think Okongwu is just a guy we want to we wanna play in this spot. Yeah. Minnesota at Miami. 220 total. Minnesota one-point favorite. Edwards and McDaniels questionable. Kyle Lowry out for Miami let's talk this Minnesota team first here you know we just got done talking about a fast pace this game this game doesn't project to be a very fast paced game Minnesota still ranks first in defensive rating Miami I think is 12th or 13th um if Edwards is out potential some interest here but overall I don't love this game Uh, is there anything on Minnesota that you like here nope I just, as you say it, um, I don't see a lot of meat on the bone here. And speaking of that, dude, I made. Listen, we saw Carlos Details go nuclear now, but still. Yeah. Uh, Well, he, that's where he, that's where he benefits, right? Like he benefits from, he benefits from Edwards being off the floor. 
that was a game against the yeah that was a game against the pacers this is a matchup with bam bam's available for this game he's coming back and we'll talk about that in a second but this is a much this is a much tougher matchup overall um for towns so yeah just not a ton of interest here for me in minnesota um maybe some injuries changed my mind but not jumping off the page to me i was gonna tell you your meat on the bone I smoked some chicken wings today, and they Ooh, they were fantastic. Um, Meat falling off the bone. They were falling off the bone. Um, oh, my kids loved it. Miami side here, Will. Talk to me about the heat. You know, these guys are priced like heroes out, like Bam is out. Everyone's back. Lowry's out in this game, of all people. He's he's taking the game off. But Listen, no. this was planned, Steve. I, I, you can't tell me <laughs> that this wasn't planned. Here's how this went. Tyler Hero got clear about the doctors. They said, hey, uh, Kyle, listen, we, everybody's back. We appreciate your service. <laughs> You're getting the day off. And he said, oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right, yeah. we, like honestly, are we shocked in this game if Kevin Love does? If Kevin Love gets a day off too, well, like he gets a day off as well. Yeah, he, he, this he dude's been playing twenty players. minutes a night. He he's tired. Um, I mean, <laughs> old, old in basketball terms, but uh, maybe because yeah, it's Minnesota, Kevin Love plays. But I'd be shocked if Kevin Love doesn't take a game off this week. Yeah, tell me, tell me about it. Uh, I, I'm with you 100. percent uh, with that being said, Stevie, yeah, I don't. Th- this game really isn't appealing to me. Like you talked about, everybody's pretty much priced up now. Heroes eighty three, Butler's eighty seven, Bam ninety three, Caleb Martin sixty seven, uh, Jaime Jaquez sixty two. Like everybody's priced up. I-, I can't. I can't play the Miami Heat here. Well, I mean, we're. It's been a month since Hero has played. Um, it's been, I think, almost three weeks. I know it's been at least two weeks from bam playing we have to see what these rotations look like like some of these guys have earned minutes like caleb martin has been playing good basketball um yeah. Jacquez has been playing good basketball so like we i mean we're we're gonna like i'm kind of to be honest with you i'm kind of glad they're playing minnesota in this game tough defensive matchup slow game where we could kind of just look at the rotations that you know, Miami rolls out of, of anything like just just like let's look at the rotations and see what we're going to be looking at here in the in the near future for Miami in general. So um, Memphis at OKC 228 and a half total here. Thunder 10 point favorite. I mean, the list continues for Memphis. Adams, Clark, Kennard, Morant, um, Smart. Now Derek Rose is out. Biombo's doubtful. Um, <laughs> I mean, Memphis is now officially Desmond Bain and Triple J, and then other guys play minutes. Yeah, man, it, it's it's a tough season for them. Um, and I don't, I I don't think I want to play anyone from Memphis here, Stevie. Like, I think this is a blowout, and I I don't usually embrace blowouts like that. But Stevie, OKC is coming. I mean, it's a young team. OKC is at home. They got a lot of weapons. I I don't see how Memphis keeps up with Bain and Jackson. Um, if so, it will be because of those guys. But I, I just think they're going to be overmatched here. I, I I'm not playing anyone from Memphis today, and I'll live with the results of that. What about Williams at 4600? His role has been going in the right way. Yeah. No, no Biombo. No, Derrick Rose. That. I don't hate that. I, yeah. I don't hate he's that. cheap yeah. enough where if he gets like 26, 27, he doesn't kill you. But like if he he's has – Yeah. Because you play David Roddy too. Like that's – if he's close enough. But Roddy's already been playing the minutes. Like his role is not changing. Like he's yeah. – David Roddy is not – I mean, Williams, Williams has some young talent, man. Like, you know, this is a guy that wants to prove himself a little bit. So, I mean, I like what we're seeing minutes-wise here for Williams. Like, his minutes are, like, 25-plus minutes and I think, all but one of his last, like, six or seven games. Um, I just wish he'd take more shots. And I, I know, like, this guy is a guy that's going to want to shoot a lot of threes, but man, we're just – we're we're one double-double. We're, like, one or two rebounds away here recently from having, like, a 35-plus point game. And, I, I mean – 
Do we really think Williams comes off the floor in the fourth quarter if this is like an 18-22 no. point game? I, I think he, he plays. Plays twenty five, and he plays twenty five. You think some some sort of weird, interesting combination of of that? Yeah, I mean, I just you look at it, and even like Xavier Tillman lost his job to Biombo. I mean, how much do they really want to run Tillman out there? I mean, I don't know. I, I think Williams. Williams would probably be my favorite non-Desmond Bain Triple J, and I would only be playing Desmond Bain in SGA lineups and just hoping that both these studs just do their thing at low ownership. Um, but I, I know I've I sound like a broken record when it comes to the Thunder. I just outside of you know Holmgren, Williams, and SGA, it's just really hard to play any of these other guys. Yeah, I, Lou I, Dor had a decent game the other night. About time. Yeah, I mean he was he's been cheap enough. It's just but Stevie, we can't trust him. That's when he was like 4K. Now he's back to 5200. We just it's like come on, man. We we can't play him at that price. Um I I just I think this is a blowout. I, I don't I don't I just don't like this game. And a lot I, of I'll double be, digit spreads in the sleep. Yeah, I I'll live with people guys from OKC burning me today, like to play guys in, in better spots. Like I trust him beating a blowout a lot more than I trust these guys for what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, do you think teams are calling about Josh Giddy yet? <laughs> I I would be, I would be. Magic need to call about Josh Giddy. I'd love to see him. All right, um, yeah, you guys got all the young guys anyway. I mean, I'm excited about my Magic. That's for sure. All right, we got Brooklyn at Utah, two thirty-two total here. Brooklyn, a three and a half point favorite. Uh, Finney Smith questionable. Simmons, DSJ, Walker out on the Utah side. Clarkson, George out. Collins and Yurt seven questionable. This game potentially sets us up with a lot of value. Um, uh, you know, so I overall don't necessarily love this game, but when you start looking at how this game could shape up value-wise. Johnson, Claxton, um, I don't know if I want to play Royce O'Neal because that always sounds like a terrible idea. But there, there's some value here um, on both sides of this game. I think there's a lot of value on the Utah side. Uh, talk to me here about the Nets. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with the Nets because... Like Utah hasn't played any defense, and we don't have a whole bunch of guys, Stevie, that are like 9K, 10K. Like when you're looking at Mikael Bridges, as an example, he's 7,700 in this spot. Cam Thomas, 73. Dinwiddie, 75. Uh, Claxton, 66. So we don't really see those big price tags. And so for me, I don't mind that. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad Bridges has come down in price. Um, because now I'm going to feel better about playing him in these type of spots. So I don't hate Bridges as a mid-range guy. Now, I don't – maybe he goes out here and gets 45-ish. I, I I hope he could he could get to that number. Uh, you know, Dinwiddie, I mean, we, we saw him just go nuclear against Golden State because of the assists. That Maybe that's something he could also pull off if he had to play 40 minutes. So um, I, I just think Brooklyn is okay because none of their main pieces are overpriced anymore, Steve. Yeah, I think they're okay. Uh, I'm with you. Um, I think Claxton is probably my favorite play from Brooklyn at 6,600. I think that Utah is dealing with a lot of injuries internally um, or in the paint area. On um, Yeah, so, I mean, just look at it. Uh, you know, John Collins questionable. Like, adding to that, like, already long list of, like, you're at seven being doubtful and stuff. So, I just – I think this is a spot we could see – Claxton have a good game. Um, and I, depending on like who's in and who's out, Cam Johnson might be okay, but I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Let's go to the Utah side. 
of this game. I mean, obviously marketing, if you want to spend up, is super solid. But he really hasn't shown a ceiling, which is always super concerning. Sexton is now 7K. Um, so with like George and, and George out and like, you know, his minutes, he, it's tough to really get excited about him. THT, they're very, they're still very careful with his minutes. That leads to a couple of these guys down here um, that we could potentially take shots on Kessler, Olinick, um, Fontecchio, maybe even like a Chris Dunn. What are your thoughts here on the Utah side? Yeah, I, I, I think Dunn would be in play if he's going to get, you know, close to 30 minutes. Like, I don't hate that. Um, you know, THT, they gave him some run over the weekend, Stevie, because they just had so many guys out. Like, half the team was out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't hate that. And I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, was Fontecchio? No, not Fontecchio. Who was out? Um so somebody else was out over the weekend that that's going to play tonight. I can't remember who it is right now. But, oh, Yurt Seven, Yurt Seven, and Yurt Seven may be out again. Yeah. So yeah, it's like just so many guys. I I think all of these guys are are reasonable. Um, you know, it feels like John Collins is probably getting a little bit closer because his was just illness related, Stevie. But um, definitely Chris Dunn. I don't. I don't, I don't hate Fontecchio, but I think that's a, that's that's about it for me. Like Kelly O was a guy I was kind of interested in, but now he's six K. You know, I guess if he's six K with your seven out, then that's a little bit different. I don't, I don't hate that. I think we want your seven and and Collins to sit. Both those yeah, guys are dealing with need. illness, so like, I think we want both of those guys to sit. Um, and they could easily both be back for this game, and it kind of just ruins the value overall um, for Utah. So uh, Dallas at Denver, Luka against Jokic uh, on the Dallas – or 238.5 total, Denver 7.5-point favorite. On the Dallas side, Green is out. Holmes is questionable. Kyrie, Kleber, and Lively out. Um, KCP questionable. My My biggest thing that I was looking at, when before we got rolling here, when I was doing some research, who the heck is Dallas going to put on Jokic? Nobody. I, I'm not saying it to be funny, Steve. Like nobody. Um, you just look at it, Will, and you're like, "Who? Grant Williams?" <laughs> okay. No. Um, I, I mean, maybe, maybe it is Grant Williams. Maybe it's it's Dwight Powell, but like. Nobody is going to stop Jokic is kind of what yeah. I was getting at. I know we're talking about the Dallas side, but I just – I don't see how Dallas makes up for, like, Lively and Kleber being out here. I mean, I think maybe Grant Williams and Derek Jones Jr. play, but, I mean, they're not slowing down Jokic. Good luck with that. Um, what do you got for Dallas, though? And then we'll talk even more about Jokic. Well, I mean, the thing about Dallas, Steve, is we keep, we're still in a situation where Kyrie's not playing, and Dante Exum is still playing good minutes. I mean, but the production is starting to come down. He's priced up, so I'm not really worried about him. You know, we've seen, you know, Seth Curry start to pick up a few minutes. Okay. It's mainly just Luka for me, like, I know Grant Williams is playing big minutes, but his production is really lacking, Steven. Like we just we just need so much more production. Um I get Tim Hardaway Jr. is gonna come in and just jack up shots, but I, I think it's just Luca. Um that that that's where I am. It, it's just Luca. Yeah, it might be one of those nights where like you just you take Luca point rebound and assist and you take Jokic's point <laughs> rebound and assist and hope the run, game stays close and look for a shootout <laughs> run to the bank with it um because i mean like realistically with the pricing on DraftKings, unless a lot of people get ruled out it's next to impossible to play luka and Jokic together um so i mean luka's the option but and like this guy just his ceiling is just incredible but like Jokic's ceiling in this is incredible as well. I just, I mean, I 
I don't really have anything else. Like Exum is priced up now. Tim Hardaway is priced up now. I mean, man, the pricing, the pricing on the slate is like draft street pricing. Uh, and it, it's the pricing is some of the tightest pricing we've seen all season. Yeah. So I don't even know if like, I don't even know if Luca and Jokic are like playable on this slate. Like, uh, yeah, they are. They have two of the highest ceilings on the slate. But like, if we're looking at the salary cap, like you click Jokic and you're at $5,400 per player. There's not yeah. a ton of options under 5K on this slate right now. So we'll have to see how the day kind of sets up. Uh, talk to me here about Denver again. Like, I, I just don't see how they stop Jokic in this game. Yeah, I, I don't see it, man. Um, I Jamal. So Jamal Murray is someone that I feel like is worth consideration as long as he's in this low 7K range, Stevie, because yeah. he's just got so much upside if, if they're going to play him 35 minutes. If the game's tight and he plays 35 minutes, then look out. Like, he's going to crush this price tag. So I, I like him uh, a great deal. And then after that, it's probably Jokic. And that's it. It's kind of how I feel. Um, Christian Braun has been playing like 22 to 25 minutes um, with KCP in concussion protocol. I think he's okay. Like, that's how I feel about value in general today. It's just value in general today. It's, just, eh, it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. Yeah. All right, we got Washington at Sacramento. It is a back-to-back for Washington. There's no total out. Fox is questionable for Sacramento. You want to get some value on this slate? Let let Fox get ruled out. Um, Washington side first here. Hey, Jordan Poole finally had a good game. I mean, we should start with that. He played really well against the Pacers the other night. Uh, what do you like here for the Wizards? Um, I mean, we... We talked about it, Stevie. Like Jordan Poole, he's he's gonna be this this weird, weirdly priced guy all season. Because guess what, Stevie? Tonight he's gonna come out, score 12 real points, get one rebound and one assist. That's what he did on and Sunday. He had 14 points. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like he's all over the place. But he, he's gonna string together some okay games. It's a game with Sacramento. If Washington can keep it close, you gotta think he's contributing to that. Um, but I don't kind of hate Jordan Poole this season. I, I I don't really want to play him. But I think for tournaments, you just keep taking stabs on him, Stevie, in this type of matchup. And I think that's what you do at Poole. Up-tempo, you know, not that Sacramento isn't playing any defense, but still going to be an up, back-and-forth, high-paced game. I think you take a shot. Um, I feel like Kuzma's priced where he should be. I'm not as interested in him. I think Denny's priced over where he should be. I'm not really interested in him. Koulibaly is 5,900, Stevie. What in the world are we doing? Don't want to play him. We've got Daniel Gafford, who's now 6K. Don't hate it. Because he, crushed he, has, on, he crushed on Sunday. Yeah, he's been flashing some upside, so I don't hate that. Um, but he's still priced up, so I don't, I don't really want to play anybody from Washington. I think it's it goes in hand with what you just talked about. The pricing on this slate, Stevie. We got 11 games, and I mean, it's line of construction is going to get real interesting if we don't get some major player ruled out that we can get some value to open things up, like legitimate value. Yeah, I think we only have two back to backs. So, I mean, Anthony Davis, LeBron, both questionable. They're questionable every slate. So, um, Washington, second end of a back to back. I don't even know who would necessarily sit for Washington. Um, but yeah. And then, like, looking at the Sacramento side of this game, if Fox is out, that's where it, it really gets interesting on, like, what we do. Um, I would play a ton of Ellis if Fox sits. Like, Ellis at 4,700 against Washington with no Fox. Like, Ellis probably becomes the top value play on the slate. Yeah, I, I would agree 100% because – He's probably going to play, Steve, I would say minimum 28 minutes as long as it's close. In my mind, I, th- I think minimum 28. Um, you know, I-, I know Monk is 6,800. I think I'd be interested, Steve. Like, I I think I'd want to play. Even even I think he's, he would maybe feel slightly overpriced, but I think his role on the team in terms of uh, them wanting him to shoulder the low for scoring, I-, I think that would be 
freaking amazing. So, you know, he would be a guy that that I was thoroughly interested in. Not sure if you heard about this, but Keegan Murray just went berserk over the weekend. Bonkers. Uh, so I have him yeah. in the RG season long league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he just went nuts. And that, that's just an aside. Not that we need to play him, but he went nuts. He's seven K. So I'm not. I, I'm I'm really not thrilled about playing him at price. But Sabonis at 98, I think, would be another stud that would that could just really tee off here. We already know Washington's been struggling inside with rebounding and, and other things and. So bonus, this this would almost be an automatic double double here, Stevie. Automatic. Yeah, I mean, I think it all kind of depends on does Fox play or not, because that that's where a lot of value potentially opens up for a lot of people. So bonus is averaging um, one point three four fantasy points per minute without Fox, and Monk is at one point two five. Murray's at point ninety eight. So like. A lot of potential value here. Um, I would, I, w- I think you could take shots on Murray if we get news that Fox isn't going to play. But I mean, I think it'd be mocked uh, Monk um, Ellis, and I wouldn't even mind taking some shots on like Kevin Herter if we got news that Fox wasn't going to play. And it's more of just looking at it's a matchup against Washington. Washington's one of the worst teams in the league. I think they have four wins on the year. Their defensive rating number thirty, but they yet they're playing at the second fastest pace in the NBA. So like it's just a dream matchup for DFS. So I, I think the Kings very much in play depending on Fox who, who's in who's out type of situation. If Fox comes back, he's really interesting under ten K against Washington. Um, we'll see though because it was a shoulder, so you never know with shoulder injuries. We finish out the slate with the Knicks and the Lakers. No total in this game. Mitch Rob out for the Knicks. Uh, AD, LeBron, questionable. Wood, questionable. Vincent out. I mean, let's go Knicks first here. Jalen Brunson, 8,600, is someone that has some ceiling for under 9K. Um, He's not the best play typically in the world. The Lakers have actually been playing pretty solid. Uh, What are your thoughts here on the Knicks? Uh, my thoughts are, man, who's going to sit today? I, I sure hope somebody does. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, once again, like even Hartstein, he's 5,700 now, Steve. He's priced up. Yep. Randall's 86. Randall's probably the best play from the Knicks. RJ 63, I think that's an appropriate an appropriate price for him. We've got um, uh, uh, Josh Hart at 5,400. That's an appropriate price for him. DiVincenzo is 53. He's probably slightly overpriced. Quickly's 48. Stevie, that, that's probably an appropriate price considering the minutes they're giving him. Maybe, maybe I play Randall, but and like maybe <laughs> Randall, maybe Brunson. That's about it. Yeah, I mean. Barrett seems like he's a guy that can get you like 6x. You know, typical slates we're looking for like seven eight nine x but on this slate man six x looks good <laughs> um yeah I, I i don't hate rj barrett I, I will say he's been a little bit better shooting at home this year but everyone gets up for a matchup against lebron yeah but i mean yeah i just what a <laughs> this slate this is a tough slate this is a really tough slate with this pricing um i like tough pricing but i feel like this might be on that a little too tough side. Um, let's go Lakers side. <laughs> we, I mean, like now it's at the point where like, all right, is AD going to sit or is LeBron going to sit? Like we, we knew this was going to kind of be a thing after the end season tournament, the Lakers, they, they just want to make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, they're one of the favorites to win the championship. If these guys are healthy, we're going to have days where LeBron or Davis or both sit. Um, let's go scenario. AD sits, Take shots on LeBron, Hachimura. LeBron sits. Take shots on Reeves and An- Anthony Davis. If they both sit, play Reeves on a lot of teams with Hachimura. I, I mean, that's how I would look at it. Yeah. I... <laughs> so, so here's the thing. AD's 10-4 and LeBron's 10-3 now. So now we're not getting any value on them, Steve. It's like... Um, but if one of them sits, if one of the other sits, I think they become one of the one of the better studs on the slate for what it's worth. Um, 
And I, I mean, I guess if I guess if LeBron were to sit, you're probably way more interested in Hachimura and maybe Torian Prince. Maybe. I think I'd play um, Reddish over Prince upside wise. Yeah, I mean, yep. I'm we also want to see like if Christian Wood, if Christian Wood and Anthony Davis both sit. I think that's where like Jackson Hayes could be playable um, at forty six. So like, I, I I love the late games having all this injury news, but at least the Lakers have been really nice to us. Knock on wood about um, you know just how how early they've been announcing stuff. So let's hope they keep doing that. Yeah. All right, let's play the morning grind game. Slate, man. There's what an interesting. In 4K that we want to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, under 5K to go 7x. The most important question of the the slate, it seems like. Who do you got? Um, Stevie, this is this is a tough one. I, I'm going to have to go with someone that. I feel like I know it's probably going to play. Give me, give me David Roddy. Like Memphis is depleted. We know he's getting minutes. Let's go. Listen, if Fox was out, this this question would be a no brainer. Ellis for yeah. me. I just just want to say that I'm going to go Williams from Memphis as well. Um, Memphis is dealing with a ton of injuries right now. Biombo's already doubtful. So give me Williams at 4600 to go seven X here. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. We have some options with this question oh, yeah. today. Who do you got? Give me... Give me Bam out of Bayou at 9,300. I like that one. Um, the pace of that game just screams. I'm going to go Mitchell against Houston. The pace of this like game, it. Houston's defense. Not something we're typically used to saying. Houston's defense. Um but I mean, they keep doing their thing. Favorite 6x play. Um I'm not I'm not going to go with our obvious guy Stevie cuz we've been playing him for god probably feels like weeks. Um give me give me Paul George against Indiana with a with a sprinkle of revenge. I like it. I'm not going to stop I don't know if this is the guy you were talking about, but give me Scotty Barnes. Um, oh, no, that's not, not. I was talking about Kobe White. But Scotty Barnes, as we get done with this slate, being under 10K now just seems so much more juicier. Like, you look at these guys yeah. and, like, Scotty has the ceiling of an SGA. Like, he, he yeah. I don't know if he has, like, an Embiid ceiling or, like, a Jokic or, or Luka ceiling, but we're not paying – over 11 12k for him either so give me scotty barnes let's get weird gpp play of the day who do you got oh man stevie um this is another let's call it tricky one for me but it might not be give me jamal murray low stepping k's against dallas yeah i mean we're gonna need that i'm gonna go james wiseman because we're we're just bleeding for value on this slate um it's gonna be one of those slates where you're very un- uncomfortable about oh, some of the value plays you're playing yeah and james wiseman is definitely one of those guys so uh we have a a few props out and a few pick and plays out is there anything jumping off the board to you here night before Oh man, are, are any of my staples up, Stevie? Because see, that's the thing. What where are my where are my staples? Give me I hope they're in the staple gun. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't I don't like it against against Utah. If we can get um yes, we got Luke at nine and a half rebounds. Give me less than that against Denver, especially. Less than nine and a half, Steve. That's been a staple for me. A staple. Mine is not up yet, um, but I really like Scotty Barnes and his point rebound assist, depending on the number. Um, this is a phenomenal matchup for him. We'll see what it comes out at. I looked on the sports books too. Um, so I really like Scotty Barnes today. I'll be taking some type of Scotty Barnes prop. 
Um, I would prefer it be the point rebound assist, especially in a matchup against Charlotte. If it comes out at 38 and a half, 39 and a half, 40 and a half, I, I think I like the over on that. So there you go. I, I really like Scotty Barnes today. Hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. We're back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.